0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to our community here at the I've Decided studios. Our community is hosted by or sponsored by I've Decided and the Greater Peoria Family YMCA, which I am the president and CEO for, Andy Thornton, for the Greater Peoria Family YMCA. And today we're going to talk about the word best. So do you struggle with uh, comparing yourself to others? Um, I think we all probably do a little bit of that, but if you do, hopefully in today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about some strategies and how we can just focus on ourselves and how to be our best self each and every day. But before we get into that, let me introduce my guest, Marcellus Somerville. Marcellus, thanks for being here. Oh,
1: happy to be here, man. Uh, great opportunity to kind of speak to the word best and. Learn a lot of, little bit about uh, I've decided and what you guys have been doing.
0: Here. Yeah, no, that's great. And we're looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better. So why don't you tell us who is Marcellus Somerville and what happens at the Peoria Friendship House? <laughs> Marcellus
1: Somerville is a Peoria native. Um, kid grew up here in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, most of his life um, where I started to explore or venture off was through the game of basketball. Um, it was able to afford me opportunities Uh, to travel. Um, So kid growing up playing in most parks, um, Carver Center, uh, Morgan Square, uh, wherever we lived at the time, Mm -hmm. wherever I could walk or ride a bike. uh, Graduated from White Middle School, which is no longer uh, here in town. I don't think I'm familiar with that. (laughs) OSF has uh, taken it over. I think they use it as an educational resource research uh, center currently. Um but yeah and then went on to Peoria High mm-hmm. which is we called it Central back then. Yep. And uh graduated from there in 2001 and uh went on to go to University of Iowa actually. Um played there for about a year, actually redshirted for a year. Was that and, with Dr. Tom Davis? No, that was actually then? with Steve Offer. Oh, wow, that. okay. Yeah. 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 So Steve Offer was sense. the coach and uh, wasn't enjoying my experience there. (laughs) So went on to junior college, Mm. uh, down to Southwestern Illinois College and uh, graduated from there in a little over a year and was able to uh, graduate with my associates and be eligible to play for three years at Bradley. And uh, went on to Bradley and played and enjoyed that, had a great time, ended up going to the Sweet 16 and uh, taking my talents overseas uh try many the, years overseas 14 and a half wow yeah 14 and a half made a really made a really nice career out
0: of it uh, that's awesome
1: was able to you know grow my family uh we have four children my wife me and my wife Brooke uh married very young and I've been married 20 years this summer so really excited about that uh milestone and uh yeah kids speak French Kids yeah, you well. mentioned that
0: the other day in a meeting that we were at. You're too yeah. old to speak fluent French. That's yeah, pretty fluent cool. French. Um,
1: yeah, just great opportunity to be able to further uh, the game of basketball uh, in a place that I <laughs> had no idea what to expect. Yeah. But uh, very, very nice uh, opportunity. Then came home in 2019 mm-hmm. uh, to further grow in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, with the vehicle of basketball in mind. Uh, Just because I know what it afforded me and how it provided for my family and what it could possibly do, even on a social uh, uh, standpoint, on a, you know, uh, team aspect of what basketball does for kids. And so started uh, Next Generation Academy. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, just been getting in the community. And then lo and behold, uh, get an opportunity to work at Peoria Friendship House and grow. The organization further the mission, which is to do the work of Jesus Christ, providing hope and respect and a path of prosperity and um, just really uh, intrigued by the mission to start. And then from there, just truly believing that it can be one of the pillars here, like a beacon here in the North Valley, as well as Peoria. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've scaled programming uh three times as much um serving more families uh impacting more lives and uh it's been a blessing to be able to do that so doing some much some great work
0: (laughs) and the community is definitely better and stronger because of your leadership i can speak to that firsthand so thank you for what you do no thank you and making us a stronger community so let's talk about um being our best Hmm. um and I'm uh, throw a question at you right off the top and see what your thoughts are. But for Marcellus, Marcellus Somerville, what are you doing every day to make sure you're showing up to be your best? What are, what are the things that come to mind? Uh, what is it about you <laughs> that drives you to be your best? I don't
1: know if I could, I don't know if I really know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I would say honestly, um, being intentional. Mm. Um, um, uh, being intentional with staff, being intentional with uh, uh, board, uh, everyone, my wife, kids. Yeah. Uh, I would also add uh, not just intent, but just uh, like like uh, I would say, I always say focus, but I would say providing vision for them, mm-hmm. like in terms of what they're doing and what they're trying to do. Um, I really, my grandfather taught me at a very young age. Uh, that the men in the household are the providers and that doesn't just mean financially Uh, Uh, that means direction that means uh, influence that means so many different things and so I would say those are some things that I try to do every day intentionally and um, I always just try to show up (laughs) something as simple as that is showing up be present yeah be present showing
0: up for those that need you most Mm -hmm. and And that's hard to do, right? It's hard to be present all the time, especially in today's world. There's so many distractions, so many responsibilities and burdens that you carry, not only as a father, but as a leader of a a, a very important nonprofit in our community, right? right? There's a lot of families and a lot of employees that you're responsible for. And Mm -hmm. you take those things with you.
1: Right. And I always flip it. Like, what if I don't show up? Mm -hmm. Then what? You know, Uh, what if I don't drive my kids to school? Who you know things things that yeah. people. I mean, I do it too. But take things for granted in put a sense, and always flip it. Like, what if I didn't do X? Yeah, or would
0: you know situations or things be? But, I think that's pretty pretty profound, actually, to to put it that way, because it can get very easy or become very easy to get um, to become. What's the right word? Um, Uh, complacent Mm -hmm. right with some of those responsibilities taking your kids to school every day right Right. that's a can be a chore sometimes (laughs) right it's hard to do or you've got other things going on that you want to get get involved with or things that are coming up at work but to be able to think about it for a moment and just say well what if i don't do it what happens if i don't do it i Mm -hmm. think immediately puts it in a different perspective when you think about it that way right who's going to be spending that time with my kids right Who's going to be influencing? Them, who's going to be doing? Yeah, X, So yeah. I like. I appreciate that. I think that's really important to turn it on yourself really fast and say, "Okay, if I don't do this, what? What's the outcome?" Good. That's good. Thanks for that nugget. Do you have a? Uh, do you have a morning routine? A uh, consistent routine. Consistent.
1: Uh, lately, it's been inconsistent. Yeah. But um, yeah, usually I get up, meditate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in the shower do do the normal essential things right um usually when i get to work i you know meditate a little bit more on all right what am i going to accomplish today and i try to knock off one or two things in terms of uh some task, so i can feel like i achieved yeah some um, momentum some momentum right and then um usually i do but there's times as of lately uh where uh the day to day kind of takes an effect, and mm-hmm. you just gotta kind of roll with it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, dealing with sure. uh, nonprofit and just unexpected uh, things every that day, happen. Every day is
0: a different day. Is a different day. Routine is hard, I think, in in our line of work, yeah. and I would think you maybe in more so of yours because you're more focused on the social service piece than mm-hmm. maybe I am. And but there's always constant distraction. Yeah in constant chaos. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think routine's important, you know, but it's hard to, to have that on a consistent basis. But but something you said that I think is also important is to find some small accomplishments, some, yeah. some tasks that you can achieve early in the day. You know, I've, my grandmother, I remember my grandmother talking to me growing up about the importance of making your bed, mm-hmm. right? Start, get up out of make your bed, right? Cause mm-hmm. you're doing something. That's right. And that's really what that, what what that does is it just spurs more momentum, mo- the momentum mm-hmm. and more accomplishment. And I think, you know, prayer or meditation mm-hmm. or whatever, so that you're self reflecting, mm-hmm. you know, thinking a little bit about, I try to start my day and I don't do it. I'm not the greatest at it, but I try to start my day with some type of scripture reading. Okay. Um, you know, I get up at, about 5.30 every day the alarm goes off, whether or not I get up right then depends on kind of how I'm feeling. But usually there's time for me in the morning before the rest of my family gets up mm-hmm. to where I have, I've got 5, 10, 15 minutes to where I can I can read some scripture and think about how is this going to impact me today? What am I going to do to lean into this? Yeah, I think that's our, our
1: time. I always call that my time mm-hmm. when I wake up, you know, 5 or whatever, 5.30 it's like the time that i can really zero in on uh some of that self-care yeah um when i when opportunity presents itself
0: yeah that's another uh strategy that kim mentioned in her article this week about about self-care and, and i'll be completely honest when i think about self-care i don't think about it for me mm-hmm. i don't That's I, not i don't I, maybe it's a man thing or a male thing where you just don't think about that stuff but when I read her article this week, it just reminded me of the importance of, you know, uh, making sure you're going to bed mm-hmm. at the right right time of night. You're getting giving yourself time to rest, time to relax. What are you eating every day? Right. All of those things. I don't think about those as self care, but mm-hmm. they are. You know, I, I think of the of the um, going to get a massage or those things kind of first come to mind. I don't do that type of stuff. It's not for <laughs> me. But when you think about it from the perspective of putting yourself in the best position to be successful, it's about rest. It's about diet. It's about exercise. Right. And those things.
1: I would say this last year or last four to five months, I've been more in tune to the self-care aspect because uh, early on I was, (laughs) I was, you know, I was new to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in terms of uh, running the friendship house and, I was, <clears throat> I was burning it uh, in terms of just learning, just trying to understand <clears throat> how the day-to-day works, how, you know, and it felt like I was in a good groove um, and then controlled chaos comes and you, all right, I don't have it figured <clears throat> out and know, you continue to burn. Yeah. And, and so I felt a little bit like I was going to be uh, entire, burnt out yeah. a little bit and-
0: um, So where, actually, did you, where did you go or- what advice or counsel did you seek out to pull um I that think into the right place? I think my wife noticed it okay.
1: uh, early on and you know she voiced her concerns and I was like oh no it's just working just you know mm-hmm. kind of trying to keep going and uh, she kept she kept at it and I would say some mentors of mine yeah. uh, noticed uh, in my face and my my I guess my body language and I'm like yeah a little tired but mm-hmm. you know and I, I think it was just a combination of individuals who know me yeah. and know, uh, you know, how I'm, how I'm normally uh, appear and how I appear on, you know, was appearing. And they were able to help me identify uh, that I needed to be more in tune to my. Uh, Personal care, yeah. So that I can take care of others. So what,
0: what things are you doing differently? Uh, actually, uh, <laughs>
1: some blood pressure medicine now, yeah. uh, just, uh, you know, keep things leveled. Uh, I would also say, um, I would also say doing more things that are more calming, mm. uh, during my off time. Cause usually I have a fun way of filling things mm-hmm. when I have an open window yeah. and, uh, now taking uh, those open windows for for me or for my family and just really diving into that. Um, Learning to say no. Learning to say no. I was going to say that too. (laughs) Uh, But not a hard no, but just like I I really can't. You know what I mean? I I, I don't mean anything by it, uh, but I can't at at the moment. And uh, people respect (laughs) that actually. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm finding that out that people do respect the fact that um, you do have – other things on your plate sure
0: sure and and i'm it's hard to say no Mm -hmm. right because you don't want to let others down disappoint people somebody's asked you to to give in a certain way and you know you can do that but most people understand because the people that are asking you are dealing with the same things right right and they understand when you say no and you're honest about it, it's like mm. I need this time for myself or for my family, and and I'm just going to have to withdraw for for those reasons. And I think that that's important. It's hard to get to that space. Right. Where I still struggle with it. You know, fifty three years old, um, and still struggle with saying no. And then mm. I'm kicking myself later because I'm not allowing myself enough time to. Mm decompress or right. to, to reflect or mm-hmm. to um, just take care of myself. And I think that's right. really important. So let's talk about what, continuous learning. Mm-hmm. Um, the importance of always pushing yourself to learn more. Okay. So, so let's talk about um, the value of continuous learning and always wanting to be better, mm-hmm. know more. So what are some strategies that you, Um, embrace and invest in so that you're pushing yourself to to learn? Uh, I would say uh, audiobooks, uh, different
1: podcasts of different uh, things. Mm -hmm. I I do like to uh, pay attention. Uh, Not that I watch a lot of news, but just know what's going on in Mm -hmm. other cities. Um, I do pick up the paper every now and then here locally, but uh, just be in tune um, to what's actually happening from uh a need standpoint as Mm. well as uh you know just the overall uh, things that are happening Mm. in our city are
0: are there are there other institutions organizations that you look to for ideas strategies on how you can, can provide better services through the umbrella of friendship house
1: i would say yes um we partner quite a bit with, uh, OSF mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the school district, uh, Peoria police department. Yeah. And so just identifying some of the needs that they are, cha- some of the challenges that they have, and from a need standpoint, and then knowing where we can kind of support mm-hmm. or fill in the gap, um, mm-hmm. to, to help. So that, that, that has helped us a lot in the last three years. And
0: I would imagine that, you know, you mentioned the police department, OSF, those places are probably, Working with some of the families, same families that you are working with, right? Oh, yeah, too, for so sure. there's some similarities there. Yeah, there is some overlap, but at the same time,
1: um, I think, uh, like what is it, two one one is a big resource, a and, Way resource. Yeah, and uh, so I think that those things are helping uh, identify good programs,
0: good services mm-hmm. to help the community. Yeah do you do you find it easy or hard to when we talk about continuous learning to make that a daily habit? No, I don't, I don't think so. Um, model is the
1: learn, learn, and relearn. Mm. Um, you always have to be evolving, yeah. uh, cause things are changing daily, mm. weekly, monthly. And so if you're always in the mindset of adaptability, um, or adapt agility <laughs> mm. for that matter, in terms of your mental state and, Uh, your working space, I think uh, you'll you'll stand the test of times. If you have a traditional way of doing things and you're going to do it the traditional way all the time, uh, I think you're you're hurting yourself, you're hurting your organization, you're hurting your business. And I kind of have an entrepreneurial mindset Mm -hmm. um, and just uh, always looking to evolve um, and and feed the need of those that need it most.
0: Yeah, that's great. Let's talk about goal setting, Mm -hmm. um, which is extremely important, I think, um, for organizations, for individuals, all of the above. So how how much time, how much energy do you put into setting goals for yourself and for your organization? And how critical is that to your success? I think it's very critical because it gives you, you know
1: let's say a purpose in in this, when you're talking about goals, when you're talking about um, always equate things to basketball, but the trophy of, of, of an organization. uh, And you're trying to reach whether that's, uh, you know, X number of dollars for the organization to be sustainable, whether that's X number of kids to impact and um, things of that nature. Um, So I think, there's always, uh, especially with me, I have some very specific ones, uh, Mm -hmm. which is always making sure the culture and the aspect of the way we carry ourselves through our organization Mm -hmm. in terms of employment and employees, sorry, as well as the kids who we're impacting. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I have personal goals of, of, of reaching to as well, but I think they all kind of flow hand in hand. Yeah, um, can't have one without the other, and so that's kind of how I do it. You know, it, yeah. I'm not going to have a goal that's far reached over here right. that may not be attainable <clears throat> and reasonable um, within the scope of work. But mm-hmm. uh,
0: always, so, so you're. Uh, I think I'm, and I'm sorry to cut you off. No, here, you're fine. Which is what I what I did, and I didn't mean to do that. But I was. You said something about, at least I think I heard you say that. Your, your personal and your professional goals are, are somewhat aligned yeah, or overlap. Sure. And I, I think that that's um, hard not, it's hard not to have that when you're running an organization like you're running mm-hmm. because it becomes your way of life, right? right? You're serving the community and these kids and these families that are part of Friendship House and looking for, additional ways to serve and it really has to become a way you can't shut that off Mm-mm. right it's it goes with you everywhere I, you go because you that. represent the friendship house and people recognize that
1: yeah I literally say that all the time there's no off button or <clears> when you're uh quote unquote a leader of the community or a face of uh an, an organization, organization yeah. the, you know kids see me in public and they're mm-hmm. like hey there's uh mr Somerville." or mm-hmm. You know there's no off button Mm -hmm. when it comes to the impact and influence that you can have on
0: and i would imagine even for you and somebody like you who was very well known and recognized before you even be took that role right it's probably even enhanced more because of that because virtually everybody knows marcellus because (laughs) of your playing days at, at peoria high or bradley or whatever and very easily recognizable person in this community because of that success right
1: i, I equated to similar like uh playing basketball was like creating
0: memories for those around me right and now it's i have some so great like, memories of you playing <laughs> basketball yeah i do i remember <laughs> yeah. where i was when you knocked off kansas in yeah. the sweet 16
1: yeah every I, I, everyone <laughs> does i get that all the time yeah. i was in florida at the bar <laughs> yeah that was you a know. big deal yeah for, it was a huge for people deal in this for, community for the city for sure 100 yeah
0: uh, positive mindset is another strategy that was laid out in, in Kim's article and the importance of making sure that you're, you're approaching your life, your work with a positive mindset. And one of the pieces that was suggested in there that I fully buy into is it's easier to have a positive mindset when, you've got, when you're surrounded by people who mm-hmm. are going to support your posi- that mindset, right? People are going to encourage you. Push you, hold you accountable. Right. Um, so, what what types of things do you do in your work life, your your personal life, to make sure that your circle of influence is the right people? Ooh.
1: Um, I mean, it just. I think uh, at times your personality attracts good people, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of just who you are, and I've been fortunate enough to have some really positive people in my life and not being able to identify mm-hmm. when they're not so positive. Yep. I think that's a key, um, just identifying those that aren't necessarily, um, worthy of being in your circle. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would say it's a collective of, of, um, personalities of people and yeah. being, being able to accept. Um, I think that's the thing that I, I appreciate most about everyone uh not everybody's made the same uh mm-hmm. but everybody has uh, an opinion <laughs> for sure, sure and um being strong within yourself um uh positivity like affirmations uh, usually help me um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I beat myself up too sure. I'm always telling people I'm a, I'm a worst critic critic when mm-hmm. it comes to most things and um you know so learning how to Be yourself up, but also pick yourself up and then Mm -hmm. having, like you said, the support around you um, to do the same. You know, hold you accountable, but yet see and be able to identify
0: uh, the positives. When I hear you say the importance of, you know, beating yourself up, you're just talking about, I think, Just holding yourself accountable, holding yourself accountable, not necessarily physically beating yourself. Right, right, right. Or even mentally or mentally. yeah. Just holding yourself accountable for, you know, you you could do do better in this instance. And you want to make sure that you reflect on that, learn from that so that next time that's what I'm hearing you say. Absolutely. And and I know about you. Absolutely. I think it's it's critically important. We have to know we have to be able to admit that we've we failed. Because yeah. we do. We fail all the time. All the time. Come up and, short. and if we're so proud that we can't admit that we're mm-hmm. we're failing in any circumstance, I just had a had a lunch with, with a mentor of mine where we were talking about that. And I was reflecting on something. He said, you know, this experience sucked, but it was because of me. Mm-hmm. I was the reason why it, it stunk. Mm-hmm. And I got to own that and learn from that. And so it doesn't happen again. Right. That's critically important. And that's not... I don't see that as a negative mindset i, I no. see that as a positive mindset because you you understand failure
1: yeah and a lot of people today equate failure as a lesson which is great and it is mm-hmm. but uh, taking like serious accountability wakes you up and yeah. i think tumbling yeah it's it's very humbling and i i think that's uh that's kind of my makeup I, you know i'm pretty hard on myself and then it's mm-hmm. like all right let's how do we find a solution to get out of it? How right. do we fix the wrong? How do we correct
0: it? Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh, it's worked for me. Yep. <laughs> I think it's a great mindset and I think it will continue to carry you forward. And people who can approach life that way, I think, are, are setting themselves up for success because right. failure is inevitable. We're, we're going to experience it. Mm-hmm. um quite more often than we would like but yeah. it, it's how do we approach failure right, right? And, and i'm sure you learned that through athletics too yeah. right you you don't succeed every time out you're not going to be the best you can be every time out.
1: yeah i tell people all the time i played 14 and a half years professionally i have been to the finals four times and only won once yeah. so failure at the top level <laughs> yeah. in terms of sport
0: yeah but but I'm sure you find a way to make the positive out of that and turn it around and get yourself better. Have some very, very good summers when you come second. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been great. I appreciate you joining me today and um, helping us talk through this. It's been great to get to know you a little bit better. and I just appreciate you being here today, Marcellus. So thank you very
1: much. No, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Um, Truly appreciate the opportunity to
0: share. uh, All right. Thank you for joining us today here in our community. And we look forward to seeing you next time.